Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues have a huge weekend getting back-to-back wins against division rivals Minnesota Wild, followed up by a record-setting 8-3 victory over the Nashville Predators yesterday on Sunday to extend their win streak to nine games. It's time to talk about whether or not this team is a contender because on Friday's episode, I said if they were if they came out of this weekend with their point streak still intact, it would be Western Conference Finals or bust. It's time to face the music and talk about it, Tommy, because here we are. Not only is the point streak continued, so is the win streak, and both wins were crazy. We'll get into it all here. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, as always, Josh Hyman, and as usual, I'm joined by Thomas Welsh. We got a busy episode for you guys today. The St. Louis Blues had two of the most important, if if the most important, games of the season over the weekend, taking on the Minnesota Wild on Saturday, came away with a 6-5 to overtime victory. And then on Sunday, they played the Nashville Predators and came away with an 8-3 victory, including scoring seven goals in the second period. Lots to talk about and more, Tommy. I know you're excited. It's going to be a very, very fun episode. Um, but before we get into that, I wanted to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Tommy, so do we, do we want to start with Saturday's game? I think we should, yeah. Go in chronological order here. All right, so... I don't remember any of the goal scorers, so I apologize there. But it was a pretty back-and-forth game. Uh, the St. Louis Blues at one point had a 4-1 to lead, which they gave up. I believe it was 4-3, to and then they extended it to 5-3 to before giving up two goals in the tail end of the third period to send it to overtime, where the Blues have had a very, very poor record this year. I wasn't too confident heading into overtime, but then Braden Shen, I think I remember that one, Braden Shen scored, I think, less than a minute in to give the Blues the win. But, I mean, overall, if this proved anything, is that the inevitable Blues Wild playoff series is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, and I think the biggest takeaway for me for the Wild game was that, like, through two periods, you're up 4-1 to one on a team that's higher than you in the standings, uh, or has been higher than you in the standings for the majority of the season. And so that gives you a lot of confidence. And, like, I mean, you can talk about the record of the blues against the wild for the last three years, all that you want, but uh, playoffs are a different beast as we've, as we've seen many, many times. Um, So you can't take any team going into it for granted. That being said, I like the blues chances against the Minnesota wild. And I think the game on Saturday um, solidified those estimations because the blues, like, like I said, through two periods, they looked like they were in full control of the game. Now, obviously the things kind of got derailed in the third uh, and it was a lot more chaotic than you'd like it to be. Uh, but that being said, like a Minnesota Wild team's not going to go down with a whimper, right? Like they're going to fight back tooth and nail, like whole time. Like if there's any team in the NHL that would love to knock the St. Louis Blues out of the first round, I don't think anyone would take more pride in doing it than the Minnesota Wild. So they've got they've got all the ammunition that they need against you. It's just a matter of St. Louis Blues going out there uh, and taking care of business because I think that they have the roster. Yeah, I know. I, I slipped up a little bit there. Um, but I think that the Blues do have the roster, like, on paper. If Bennington's in net, because he looked fantastic on Sunday, 
uh, if Vili Husso's on, in net because he looked fantastic too. Like, I think they're good in the goaltending matchup. We haven't seen much of Marc Andre Fleury, but um, who knows? He could go beast mode in in the playoffs as well. But uh, when it comes to the offensive depth that the Blues have, I I just don't think Minnesota can hang in that department. Uh, and the Blues defense has looked in, insanely better than it has uh, the majority of this season. The Blues have a better penalty kill. I think they have a better power play. So uh, if if everything goes according to plan, I think the Blues come out of the first round uh, victorious. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to speculate because, again, we haven't seen a lot of flurry. Um, but like I was saying, I mean, with how back and forth that game was, and, you know, I don't really think it didn't remind me of earlier in the season when the Blues were doing that same sort of thing, you know, just not 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 putting teams away. And, and allowing teams to also score five goals. It didn't really feel like that. Like, I thought the Blues played well. It's just when you got two teams that play like the same style like the Blues and Wild do, and with offenses as high-powered as the Blues have, and to their credit, the Wild do as well, you're going to get those games from time to time. Um, and I, even though even though I don't think it's going to be 6-5 to five in a lot of playoff games, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of games go that way where you know, momentum is so incredibly important where one team can can kind of have control for 80% of the game and all of a sudden a, a switch flips and it's tied up, you know, whether it's a 3-1 lead, 4-1, 5-3. I would not be surprised to see this be a very back-and-forth series and no lead is going to be safe, that's for sure. Um, flipping that on its head and talking about leads that are safe, uh, St. Louis Blues had a pretty decent second period against the Nashville Predators. So in the second segment, we're going to be talking about that game as a whole, the weekend as a whole, because I, again, if you don't remember, I made some pretty bold claims that if we were sitting here today, right now, doing this episode, and the Blues still had a point streak, that they were uh, Western Conference Finals or bust. Now, that was before I looked at the bracket and realized that we're going to be playing the Colorado Avalanche in round two if we get there. Uh, but still, the conversation needs to be had because those wins were extremely impressive. So in the second segment, we're going to be talking about all of that, probably the third segment as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But first, I want to tell you guys about one of our newer sponsors, and that is Athletic Greens. I talk about it a lot. I'm a college student. Uh, I never have time to eat like full meals three times a day. I often you know, find myself feeling like crap throughout the day because I'm not eating well, I'm not treating my body right. One thing that's really helped me treat my body right is Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, which is their product, it's a powder you put in a drink of water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all those important things. Now, the best part is about Athletic Greens is they really promote sustainability and values. Uh, Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company, and for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping uh, to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. In fact, in 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to kids. So it's awesome. You're supporting a good cause as well. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and free five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network, and you could take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance and that being said we'll be right back with the second segment of today's episode all right tommy so i believe it was on friday's episode um we were talking about this second game of the back-to-back uh after the blues played the wild and 
I believe you had the initial take of they're going to empty the tank on Saturday, which they did, and then lose to the Nashville Predators, which I think was acceptable. You know, I don't think anyone was expecting the Blues to come away with two victories um, with such a tough slate of back-to-backs. And it kind of looked like it was going to go that way in the first period. Blues weren't really playing too inspired. Um, I believe they gave up the first goal um, in that game, which is something they had not been doing at all throughout that losing streak. It was either in the Nashville game or the Minnesota game, or both. Um, But again, not the strongest first period. Um, Only had one goal. And then the second period happened. And they scored seven goals in one period. Franchise record. Seven goals. And then they didn't score again in the third period, which is pretty lame, because I wanted ten. But... I mean, there's no there's no narrative to spin here. They scored seven goals in one period. You want to look at what makes the Blues successful this season? Watch the second period of that game against Nashville. And that's why I truly think they have a chance to contend this year uh, for a Stanley Cup, you know? Get, not only because they continue their point streak, but because they scored seven goals in a period against a team contending for a playoffs. Well, I think it's also important to realize that I feel like a lot of people are very high on the Colorado Avalanche solely because of their offensive power and their defense is too good is good too don't get me wrong but I don't think I think Darcy Kemper is a product of the Colorado Avalanche and Darcy Kemper's not like a Vezina candidate goal it's the same thing as like Grubauer right like you take him off the abs send him somewhere else and he's not going to be nearly as good I think Darcy Kemper's in that same conversation so you can say that the Avalanche have elite goaltending all that you want but I just don't think that that's true I think he's a product of their good defense. So you can, if if you can exploit their defense, I think uh, their goaltending is an area where they could potentially be lacking. But you talk about offensive potential for the Colorado Avalanche. I'm pretty sure there's two teams in the league, um, at least in terms of the race to get uh, seven 20 goal scorers on their team. Uh, the Avs were second, and the Blues were first, and the Blues still have two guys uh, that could potentially hit that, and Robert Thomas. Uh, and Ryan O'Reilly. So they could end the season with nine goal scorers that hit the 20 mark on the season, which is just absolutely ridiculous. I, I feel like Absurd. not enough people are talking about that, especially with how much people are talking about the Avs. Yeah, Blues are, Blues are getting no attention, by the way. I haven't seen them getting any love in power rankings at all throughout this win streak. I didn't see a single national tweet about the blues scoring seven freaking goals in a period nobody's talking about it and you know what and vladimir tarasenko got player of the week so at least we're getting a little bit of notoriety but the majority uh, you were all right though like the 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 majority of people that i saw tweeting about uh the blues game against the predators it was not like wow this blues team is a wagon like wow kale rosen scores two goals is this guy the next best thing like is he an up-and-coming defenseman no it's just are the predators okay what are the Predators doing? Like, uh, do, did the Predators know that the hockey game started? Like, where's the credit for the Blues offense for going out there and just taking advantage of being a star-studded lineup? Because that's, in my opinion, that's pretty much what it is here. We, I think we said this on Friday's episode. Um, you know, we talked about how the Blues were going to be gassing the Sunday, and I kind of said like an offhanded, oh, unless they go out and score, you know, six goals and win. And you're like, oh, yeah, that might happen. And then we kind of moved past it. But, like... That shouldn't take away from the fact that that's just something the Blues can do. They can score seven goals in a period, and it wasn't even flashy. You know, it's not like they—it's it's not like efficient. they were the Harlem Globetrotters out there just 
Exactly. Efficient. Like I said this, I was on locked on NHL, the national show. And I said, no disrespect to the Nashville Predators, but it really looked like the Blues were running practice drills out there in the second period. That's how comfortable that they looked scoring seven goals. It wasn't. It wasn't even a fluky seven goals. Can like how is that even possible that you can score seven goals and probably deserve all of them? It's it's crazy. And also, Tommy, to go back to the whole Kale Rosen thing, I saw a tweet. Um, I'm not sure what the source is or what the website is, but there's a there's a uh, a stat that's called Game Score. Uh, and it's basically just how positively or negatively you affect the game in, in one game uh, circumstance. Uh, the highest game score by a player this season on the St. Louis Blues is Cal Rosen in that 8-3 victory. The best individual performance we have seen based on that metric is Cal Rosen's two-goal performance, which is just funny. I feel like that's a, that epitomizes what makes the Blues so successful is because Oh, Jordan Cairo goes cold. He's not scoring goals anymore. Here's here's Robert Thomas having the breakout of his of his life. Here's Vladimir Tarasenko scoring eight goals in four games. Like as soon as one guy goes quiet, Kale Rosen's going to come score two goals. You know, uh, by the Jordan Cairo also scored two goals in that game. He, he's back. Hopefully. He looked great though. I mean, he looked way more engaged than he did uh, games in the past. You can tell. I mean, especially a guy that young with that much skill. Like when you're not finding the back of the net or getting on the score sheet, like frustration is going to set in right like if i was in that situation i'd be equally as pissed you know like i'm like i i made the all-star game i beat Connor mcdavid in a foot race why am i not finding the back of the net now like this makes no sense um but yeah two goals for the dude uh if you can get him imagine like this team is on fire right now right and we don't even have like jordan Kyrie playing at his full potential but we're rolling like three lines right now i feel like if we can get that fourth line rolling and get Jordan Cairo back to where he was uh, in terms of offensive production near the beginning of the season. Robert Thomas stays hot. Tarasenko stays hot. Braden Shen stays hot. Kale Rosen keeps climbing. Like, dude, who's stopping this team? Nobody. Nobody. And, and that's what I want to talk about in the third segment because with the season wrapping up, it's time to start setting expectations for this team. It's been up and down. Uh, the Blues haven't been consistent all season besides these last what is the point streak at 11 games something like that this is the most consistent stretch of the season for the st louis blues so i think it's time that we can officially say okay this is what this is what we're expecting this year so in the third segment tommy and i will be putting our official stamp on not necessarily predictions but expectations what would the blues need to do for us to not be disappointed with with this season gonna be a fun conversation i'm sure but before we get into that i gotta remind you guys that if you're not betting the over on blues games at this point you're literally missing out on free money. You could have a money printing machine, and it's called BetOnline.net if you're betting the over for the Blues. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline where the game starts. Now, before we get back into the action, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. You've heard me talk about them time and time again, uh, but if you haven't tried them yet, you're really missing out because Built Bars are delicious and they're good for you as well. Plus, they have these amazing things called Built Puffs, which are protein-infused marshmallows. A lot of protein bars, you know, they just don't hit the spot if you got that sweet tooth, but Built Bars do because they're covered in 100% real chocolate, including Built Puffs. There's so many delicious, delicious flavors. We're talking the puffs, you're talking... 
cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so delicious. They're going to be your new favorite. And if you're checking out the regular Built Bars, you got flavors such as mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Compare Built Bars macros to a normal candy bar, you'll be blown away. And if while you're there, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, Tommy. So on Friday, or Thursday, I think it was, honestly, I made the claim that if we were sitting here right now like we are, and the St. Louis Blues had a point streak that was still intact, it would be Western Conference Finals or bust. Now, that was before I looked at the standings and saw that we'd be inevitably meeting Colorado in round two. But let's say, you know, not considering opponents, do you think this is a Stanley Cup contending team? I With the I way that they've I been playing they the last three weeks? Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, you just look at these guys on paper. And we said it at the beginning of the season, like with the depth that this offense has, like there's, we're looking at a Stanley Cup contender, right? And like obviously that was before uh, we realized the roller coaster that Jordan Bennington was going to go on. We realized the roller coaster that Billy Huso would have in terms of being star studded talent that kind of not really came out of nowhere because, I mean, that's what the Blues drafted him to be. But I mean, based off of last season, I don't think anybody saw this coming, right? Uh, so obviously there's uh, some bumps and bruises and, a little bit of a little bit of different tracks that were taken along the way but we're here now and it's uh we're getting towards end game we're getting close to the playoffs and the blues are absolutely exactly where they want to be building momentum as they get ready for the first round but i think like i don't know i think there's a difference between what constitutes like what will happen this playoff series that will make you mad would be getting knocked out in the first round obviously right I think I would be happy if the Blues um like win round 1 of the playoffs and then move on to the next round. If they get knocked out in the next round, I don't think I'll be like livid. I'll be I'll still be a little disappointed, but like if you lose to the Avs, like I mean it's the Avs, right? That's that's a big difference than losing to the Minnesota Wild who you've had their number for the last 3 years. But if you beat the Avs, I think that constitutes this season as a win. Right. Well, because that's the, the thing is, and I don't want to disrespect you know any of the Eastern Conference teams because there's a lot of stacked teams in the East, uh, Florida, Tampa, Boston, Toronto. But if the Blues are going to go on a Stanley Cup run, let's say the let's say the Blues win a Stanley Cup or make it to the Cup Finals, there is a very strong chance that the toughest opponent the Blues face will be in Round Two of the playoffs, being the Colorado Avalanche. Again, you could argue Florida, Tampa, Boston, all those teams. Um, but only one of those teams is going to make it to the cup final. Maybe Colorado in round two, if the blues make it there is practically inevitable. Uh, and, and you could ar- make the argument that that's going to be the series that is essentially the Western conference championship. I know hockey's not that simple and any team can beat any team, but Colorado and St. Louis, at least as of right now, you could argue Calgary, but I would say Colorado and St. Louis are the one and two in the West for sure. Um, and the fact that they're they're slated for a round two matchup if they both make it there is going to mean the Blues have a pretty tough first two rounds between the Minnesota Wild and Colorado Avalanche. But that being said, Tommy, I think that's all the time we have for you today. Unless you got, I was just going to say about the Flames. Like I think the Flames are a wagon, and I think they're a very good team. But coincidentally enough, like the Blues have kind of had their number this year, uh, and, and I don't know if they've, I don't know what their record is, but the last couple of times they had one in there where they got blown out but i think the last couple of times they played them they played them strong and they ended up with the victory so 
I don't know. I, I like their chances against the Flames better than I do against the Avalanche, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah, I... It's crazy that we're that we're having these conversations this late in the season, especially with how up and down it's been. The fact that the Blues figured it out when they did. I mean, I guess it makes sense, you know, because um, you forget that a lot of guys on this team have been there before. They understand how to ramp up intensity for the playoffs. So it's no secret. You know, it's it's hard to score seven goals in a period, especially in the final 10 games. Of and I'll the say this win streak reminds me a lot of the 11 game win streak that the blues went on in 2019 before they ended up winning the Stanley cup. So I'm not saying that's going to end up having the same result, yep. but the vibes are there and the momentum is there and it's kind of, the vibes are certainly there. <laughs> it has to get you excited as a blues fan. And the vibes are here on the locked on blues podcast as well. So in order to stay up to date with all the vibes, because they've been super positive lately, Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube as well. You can see my unfinished beard because my uh, my razor literally died in the middle of shaving my face. I'm leaving for a date in 15 minutes. Hopefully, I don't look like this when I'm at when I'm at the restaurant. But we'll see. If you want to see that, check us out on YouTube at Locked On Blues. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell as well. Leave us a comment. We'll chat with you guys. Unless it's about my beard, don't comment about my beard. Please. You can see my hockey collection slowly growing in the background. I just <laughs> there added you go. two sticks and a Robert Thomas rookie card graded PSA 9. So. so make sure you follow us on all our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at TWelcher15. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.